Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your very noisy race announcer and, fits and fitness expert from fitness.com and welcome to the fitness show. I'm not sure if you can hear it, but there's a hella storm happening here in Florida right now. Lots of thunder, lots of lightning. So you may hear a little bit of um, rumble and whatnot as we go. So sorry, but as my mom would say, that's uh, God bowling, et cetera, et cetera. Or sometimes it was thunder because he was mad over something we did and we needed to confess right away. So I don't know, maybe I'm in trouble. <laughs> maybe that's what the thunder means, but it's kind of loud. Anywho, we're going to talk about racecations today, traveling for athletic adventure. And that's one of the things I'm always encouraging my fitness friends to do is get up and go somewhere and don't just go on a cruise where you're going to sit and you're going to eat and eat and eat and you're going to come off that ship worse than you were when you arrived. Instead, you know, go pursue life in an active way. And so if you were on a cruise ship, perhaps you would go there and you would dance and you would jet ski and you would frolic on the beach. And, you know, for the many, many, many thousands, tens of thousands of followers I have who like to walk and run, we've got a great show for you today because this guy and to me is the king of logistics and luxury. And so if you want to go travel and do something wonderful, but you really don't want to deal with the pain in the can aspects of traveling and going to do that wonderful thing, you just want to focus on the task at hand, which is going the distance and having a fun time. Um, destination marathons could really be a good fit for you. So we're going to talk to Mark Janik. Now, listen, I've known Mark via the, the interweb for a very long time, but I actually got to meet him and we spent some time together at the Donna in Jacksonville in early February. And, and he's an absolute sweetheart and I love an entrepreneur. So that's why he's coming on the show. But because we're talking about the Donna, I wanted to remind folks that if you are going to buy my book, My Noisy Cancer Comeback at fitness.com, if you use code Donna, D-O-N-N-A, I'm donating 15% of the proceeds to the Donna Foundation and the National Bre National Marathon to Finish Breast Cancer. So just wanted to throw that out there and remind you that if you'd like to be a part of this conversation, do like Tim Patton does and say hi. Tim Patton just ran Coast Guard Marathon, uh, and this is, this is a big deal. Uh, he came and he brought me snacks, which is important for people to do when I'm your race announcer, bring me decaf Diet Coke. And he brought along pistachios and chocolate, which is absolutely the right thing to do. But because of that, he had said he was trying to break a four-hour marathon. He broke that four-hour marathon by 20 minutes. That's right, folks. Three hours and 40 minutes, all because he brought me snacks. So um, thank you, Tim Patton. And if you're out there, say Heidi Ho. I'm about to welcome my guest, Mr. Mark Janik. Hey, Mark. Hey, Fitz. How are you? I'm so great and thrilled to have you on the show today. I think we have a lot of neat things to discuss. Excited to be here. Appreciate this opportunity very much. Of course. So we're going to talk about racecations and destination marathons. But before we do that, I like to get to know my guests a little bit. So you have to answer some ridiculous questions up front. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. All right. Who was your first Hollywood crush? Oh, gosh. First, um, could I say two? Ginger and Marianne? Is that from... from yes, uh, you can. Okay. Well, do I, do I have to decide or... No, no. Ginger and Marianne, uh, Hollywood crush. Um, actually... Um, Probably, um, first Hollywood crush, I would say, um, sound of music. 
the uh Julie the, Andrews the um Charmaine Carr who played I believe Lidl on Sound of Music okay uh, yeah uh she was a quite a success story and they kind of plucked her out of the blue to be on there and um it was just an amazing experience she beat out some of the best uh actresses in the world to get on there all right, now you have your own little Hollywood crush in your house. Uh, yesterday, you spent time on on a set in Atlanta being an extra in a movie with your personal um, little actress, right? Yeah, so my wife, Lisa, uh, we've been married 26 years and uh, she's got a flexible schedule and she's also very reliable. So there's several casting companies that will call her to see if she can come out and do extra work. Um, so this particular uh, uh, weekend, we were in Atlanta at the Atlanta uh, Metro Studios, and they were filming uh, an NBC miniseries called The, the Innocent. Uh, it stars uh, Colin Hanks and Anna Paquin and, and Jake Joyce um, from The Office. And our part was basically to dance 1974 style right. in, a, in a gala, uh, but it was really cool, very surreal and uh, a lot of fun. It's yeah. a lot of hurry up and wait, as anyone knows who's been an extra or has been around a set. You know, you got to get there, then you just sit hours and hours, and then you got to move and the whole nine yards. But it was, it was a lot of fun. My wife also was in Shazam 2, okay. uh, filmed in Atlanta about a month ago. So we're really looking forward to that one. She's going to be in the opening scene. That's and cool. I, I heard the, the first Shazam did over $300 million. So, Well, now that your wife's in it, for crying out loud, we're aiming for $600 million. <laughs> Right? We'll see. We'll see. I, all right, Mark. So uh, if you were going to run a marathon and you could only listen to one song over and over and over again, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say um, Won't Get Fooled Again from The Who. Oh, okay. I like that very much. I, I'm a big Who fan. I've been a Who fan forever. Okay. Um, if you said album, I'd say Quadrophenia all the way through. Okay. Um, but yeah, a big Who fan. So, And that's a long song, right? So it's eight minutes so I can, you know, loop it. Yeah, it would take like 10, 10 times listening to this song, you'd be done. And then where's the weirdest place you've ever chafed? Weirdest place? Um, is this PG or? Uh, no, it could be whatever it needs to be. <laughs> the weirdest place I've chafed. Um, I'll go with the, I'll go with the nipples. Go with the nipples, first half marathon. Didn't get the memo on the band-aids. Yikes. And now, is that something you guys do is before every race, you, you band-aid up the nipples? Uh, I do, personally. Okay. Um, not everyone. But, you know, it's funny you say that, Fitz, because uh, part of our package is what we call an aw shucks kit. Okay. So you've probably been to races before where, you know, the night before you forgot safety pins or Advil or, you know, something. Right. You know, so we've got this whole kit called the aw shucks kit that we bring. And every now and then somebody's like calls us up, texts us, hey, I forgot this. Do you guys have this? And uh, we bring that. And of course, band-aids are in there and we've got a first aid kit and the whole nine yards, but it comes in handy. I love it. I love it. All right. So let's get into your business. So tell us exactly what Destination Marathons is. Okay. So Destination Marathons is a full service travel company. Uh, we started in 2018. Um, I worked for Merck Pharmaceuticals for 30 years and then Took a couple months off, but got back into it. Um, I've always loved to travel. I've been a runner all my life, so the two were kind of a, a good marriage. Yeah. Um, and the, really, the, the idea for it was born when I qualified for Boston back in 2008. 
Um, I had a job with Merck where I traveled a lot. So I was on the road a lot, got to be pretty good with, you know, hotels and airlines and rental cars and all that kind of stuff. And was sort of the in-house travel agency for myself and family. Yeah. All that stuff. Loved it. Thought of it as a challenge. Okay. Um, so I thought I'd get ahead of Boston. This is in running the 2009 Boston. I started, you know, went online and found out, uh, marathon tours was actually the provider for hotels and accommodations. At that time, nine months in advance, they had 33 hotels that were available. 31 were already sold out. Wow. And we got number 32, but that really planted the seed that, you know, there's the laws of supply and demand could work here. And if you really get ahead of this whole thing and get a block of rooms and an ideal location race, you know, either by the start or the finish, um, you know, the value of those will go up. And then also being a runner, you know, I've, I've had very frustrating weekends trying to make a reservation right for dinner. You know, if you've got five people and you're trying to get a Italian restaurant in Chicago the night before the marathon, like, no, sir, we can seat, seat, seat you at 2.30 or at 9.45. That's right. So, uh, and just to go there, I was in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, which isn't a Mecca like Boston or Chicago. And there were six of us and it was a nightmare finding some place to eat. I think we ended up at Big Daddy's Pizza or whatever. And that was by the skin of our teeth. But you're right. It is really hard to make some of these uh, reservations. Say you want to register for a race you hear about and it's a month away. If it's a popular race, you're you're kind of, you know, out. Oh, yeah. What do they say? Out at sea without a paddle type thing. You can't yep. get a room. You can't get a restaurant. You can't can't yep. do all the things you're you're uh, registered for the race but where are you going to sleep where are you going to eat is a totally different story we like to think we take all the anxiety and the stress out and and put the fun back in right so we that's one of our things we take care of everything for you uh you just call us and you know you just you can focus in on having a great time yeah meeting, no. meeting folks and stuff so uh, Jacqueline Seltzer piped in. She was looking forward to this all morning. She says, all shucks kit, great concept. I've asked hotels to have something similar on race day. Glad the concept is added. Yeah, good luck with the hotels doing that. But um, so Mark, what what is your full services? So if people want to run, you know, give me give me example of the race. And if I want to book through destination marathons, what are you including in that? So every package is a little bit different. And I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But the core elements, obviously, are accommodations. Okay. And we work, we have a whole team um, that works on finding the best accommodations way out in, in advance. Uh, typically, you know, they're close to the start or the finish. Uh, they're like in Boston, it's a residence inn. So the, ho- the rooms are larger, full kitchen, et cetera. So we always do the accommodations. Um, pre-race meal, like we talked about. Um, and we make it super convenient. We like to have it inside the hotel. We'll rent a room in the hotel and have a buffet starting sometimes at 4.30 or 5, 5 o'clock. There's, as you know, a lot of folks want to get that meal in right away because they're up at 4. Um, so we always do that. Uh, we do a gear check, um, post-race party, uh, and sometimes multiple post-race parties. Uh, typically, depending on the race, we, we'll bring our tents, um, our Destination Marathon's tents, set them up on the course or at the finish line, and uh, we'll have that sort of a spectator general or headquarters We'll, we'll do the gear check there. We'll have a massage therapist. Oh, nice. Um, all of that sort of thing. So um, that's another core element. Um, we always do uh, a goodie bag, and, uh, and that's for spectators and for runners. We treat spectators just as well as we treat runners. They get all the services, and they have a great time. Um, the goodie bag, too, is 
really good. Um, my colleague, Paul Martino, uh, has had uh, relationships and business relationships with several national vendors, including Feature Socks. So in the last several uh, goodie bags, we had, we had Feature Socks and uh, really cool Brooks uh, singlets. And oh, nice. it, it's a really cool goodie bag. So I'm not I'm not off the mark when I say you're handling logistics and luxury. There's a combination of both. You're going to be fairly pampered and and just have oh, all yeah. the all the bells and whistles taken care of for you plus more. Absolutely. And we're on site. We're on site concierge. So if anything happens, you know, any issues with the room or check-in or whatever, we're there to take care of it. Um, so you don't have to worry about anything. That's really uh, nice. Okay, so we've got some comments. Let's hit. Um, and once again, Jackie Seltzer, so many hurdles, pun intended, to jump before the race. Thank you for making the experience seamless, a relief not to have to wear and tear on your mind. And then um, <laughs> Amy Costan, the uh, host of one of the hosts of Run, Eat, Drink podcast, which is super fun. And Amy, thank you so much for your shout outs and your kindness towards me. I heard them yesterday and that was really, really nice to hear. She was at the Donna and Gasparilla. And then Tracy Benham wants to know if you service international races as well. Great question, um, Tracy. So we are an official Berlin tour operator. Uh, we got that status uh, when we downsized during COVID. Uh, we had our first Berlin trip, our first European trip back in September. Uh, terrific success. Um, being an official tour operator with the Berlin Marathon, uh, we also have access to bibs. Um, oh. So uh, we actually sold out of the 2022 ver uh, event in about two and a half days. Uh, so we're really excited about that. Uh, we're doing Iceland in wow. August of this year. Um, looking very closely at London um, and, and some other events. but. Yeah. Okay. So, so we've started in reverse and Tracy, hi, I love you. Good to see you. Uh, Berlin, Iceland, maybe London. That's yep. outstanding. Now, what races are you currently uh, working with here in the States? So right now, um, our agenda for the rest of the year is Boston coming up uh, in, I guess, four weeks or so. Yeah. That'll be our third Boston and our largest crowd ever we, wow. with spectators and, and runners, probably around 80 folks. Wow. Um, and some, some really, uh, uh, everybody's special. Everyone's a VIP that goes with us, but we've got some folks that are pretty unique, I think, that are going to join us, including uh, Anna from the Running Channel. Um, she's going to bring a videographer with her and kind of document the whole experience. Um, so that's Boston. Uh, and we'll do all kinds of great activities, uh, including a speaker panel, coffee crawl, you know, and all the bells and whistles. And Boston is, is one of those places where we provide a solution uh, for transportation, right? So oh, it's not right. every race that we do that, but in Boston, we have a private bus that picks folks up from our hotel and takes them right out to the start line. And that bus has a bathroom on board. So that's uh, that's pretty important for a lot of folks. We had a couple of customers, when I tell them that, they're like, sign me up. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Money's um, no object. You yeah. provided a, a moving restroom. That's all we needed. It's and so, fun. okay, so, so Boston, so, Boston will be a third, and then Grandma's in June. That'll be our second Grandma's. Uh, we've got a great relationship with the race director and his incredible staff out there. Uh, so we'll have probably 45, 50 folks. Wonderful. Uh, and that's, you, you talked about or asked about some of the benefits. So again, it depends on the race, but some are unique. Uh, at Grandma's, we have access to sold out bibs for the half marathon, uh, which is a great uh, value add to a lot of our, our guests. Sure. Um, so that would be Grandma's. Um, We've got, uh, that's June, um, 
in August, we'll be doing Iceland. That's our first Iceland trip. It's so great. It's going to be a, a, a small trip, uh, this first one out, but we've got plans for even a, a bigger trip in 2023. How many people do you think you're going to bring to Iceland? Uh, probably 15. Okay. Yeah, we're around there. Um, we had planned it pre-COVID, um, and then you know what happened. Uh, no, everything no, got no. pushed back. Pause. I'm sorry. Do you also book hot uh, airfare for people or are they responsible for their own air travel? They're responsible for their own airfare. Okay. We, uh, we're an IATA certified travel agency. So we, uh, we have the ability to do that. Um, and some of our, we're all, three of our staff are travel agents. Okay. Uh, one, Nicole Alzeak is um, a travel agent, but she's been a travel agent for Disney and books flights and all that kind of stuff. So um, that's something we're looking at long-term. I think okay. it would play, especially with the, uh, you know, out of the country um, uh, events would, would be a nice value add. So, but not yet. Sure. Yeah. That, um, but it's so easy to book travel uh, or airfare right now. I think like that's probably the least tricky part of what everyone's dealing with for a race weekend. All right. So grandma's and then what's after that? That's June. Um, then we've then got, um, we, yep. Uh, uh, Berlin in September. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Um, another big crowd, and that's a phenomenal event. I'm What's sure. What's the size for Berlin? Uh, What's our size? Yeah. Um, I think with spectators and guests, I'm gonna guess about sixty to sixty-five. That's fantastic. Right around there. Uh, we're looking already looking at a much bigger event in 2023 for Berlin. Uh, again, we've got the bib, so it's a it's a no-brainer. We're, we're getting calls from from all over the place on that one. Yeah, that actually goes a long way uh, because sometimes if you want to run a race and it's all sold out, you start looking and like, okay, well, destination marathons, I can get a bib and the hotel and the aw shucks bag. <laughs> so, and, and the total VIP experience. Yeah, yeah. No, that's lovely. I And I think the transportation from the hotel to the start line is very, very meaningful, especially in some of these monster events where it's just... It actually is quite tricky. And some of the buses are getting lost recently. There's been buses get lost at Disney World. And I think yeah. we're crying out loud. You're in one theme park. How do you get lost? <laughs> but, but it happens. It happens. So, yeah, oh, it absolutely um, does. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, so uh, Berlin in September and then Kiowa, uh, Kiowa Island outside of Charleston um, huh? in December, December 10th, I believe. Okay. Um, that'll be our third Kiowa. And again, we've got a terrific relationship with the race director and the staff. Um, that's a, that's an event I think that we can really shine in, uh, because of the logistics and our capabilities. Um, for example, I got to tell you, I've never even heard of that event. Kiwa? Yeah. It's, it's about uh, 4,000 runners total. Right. Uh, it's a fast and flat course. It's a beautiful oceanfront resort, Kiwa Island uh, nice. resort. Um, again, about 45 minutes South uh, of Charleston, South Carolina, and it's December. Um, so a lot of folks, you know, make it a real racecation. Sure. Um, but yeah, that, that's a great event. But if you're, you know, so, so in, in, the, in that case, we have a, a DM destination marathons party house, um, where it's, you know, five or six bedroom house where we do all, a lot of our activities. So when folks come onto the Island, instead of getting in line and waiting for the room keys and parking pass, and then trying to figure out how to get to the expo to get a bib and try to get a shakeout run and try to get dinner in all that kind of stuff. Um, it's easy peasy. They just come right through, right over to our party house. We've got their registration, bib registration and kit. We've got um, their goodie bag. We've got their room key, their villa key. 
parking pass, dinners out, ready to go, okay. um, sign making station for the spectators. Um, got um, massage therapist, uh, and then the most important part, I think, is the community. That's really at the end of the day what we do. We build community. Uh, we're both familiar, and a lot of folks are familiar with you know online communities, right? Yeah. Different Facebook groups, and you get to know folks, and you know I. I Probably a lot of my best friends are people that I met through, you know, various Facebook right groups. There. So you just, you know, you develop those those bonds. But what so, definition? So ahead. here's a question: Is uh, I, I imagine there's some husband wife teams, husband husband teams, whatever families attached. Mm -hmm. But then this has to be a really nice option for the single traveler, just one human going somewhere. And we know lots of those people who just take off every weekend of the year alone to do stuff. And this is kind of a built-in friendship, right? Oh, it is. It, it is so much. It's funny you say that because we um, we have our very first Destination Marathons couple that met hmm. uh, through us, uh, Billy and Mike uh, from Pennsylvania. Uh, both had uh, visited with us and been on different trips in the past. And then um, finally, they came together on one particular trip. And, and now they're... They're, they're a couple and um, some of our best customers. And uh, it, it's really it's really a great thing. I mean, you look at, you know, not only the community, but, you know, safety aspects, right? In these big cities, you've got a group of people that you go to the dinner with, that you yeah. go to the bus with in the morning, right? You're, you're a group, so there's the safety element. But then it's just the, the enduring friendships that you make. I mean, you have time to actually sit down and have a drink with somebody and have dinner with them and get to know them. And, you know, I think one of the biggest, one of the biggest lies I think runners tell is I'll see you at the expo, right? Uh, right. Friends are coming in from San Diego. I'll see you at the expo. You know, that never happens, right? Or if it does, it's five minutes. And, you know, so we, we basically provide the time and the space and the opportunity for people to sit down and enhance current friendships and then make new ones. So you hit on a couple of topics there is number one, the safety thing. And, you know, I'm, I'm a quite capable little lady and I used to be a competitive kickboxer, but the reality is, is I travel alone as a single female and there's things I will and won't do because I'm traveling alone as a single female. So to go anywhere where you kind of have your posse and, that's, I think that's a bigger deal than you make it. Clearly you're not marketing that angle. It doesn't sound like, but um, safety and numbers goes a long way. And then the other thing is I, or Rudy and I, if we're together announcing race, man, we pick up a bunch of strays. There's always those people just wandering around the hotel lobby and we're like, what are you doing? You want to come oh, get sure. dinner? And so, yeah, you can go to this big, wonderful place full of all, all these people that you have so much in common with and you would get along great but it perhaps awkward to invite strangers out for lunch, et cetera. So oh, absolutely. The, the, the passing you, uh, the fact that you're passing people friendship and an invitation to do something great besides just go run the race is I think very special. So, uh, okay. So Amy with run, eat, drink podcast it might also be Dana says, forgive me if you've already covered this. Do people travel with you that are doing shorter distances in their running runcation? So do you have 5k people? Oh, absolutely. Yep. It's not all about the BQ and the, you know, the, the fast yeah. folks that are all out for PRs. We've got those folks. Yeah. We've got some, some, actually some of our ambassadors are, are elite and sub elite 
um, runners. But yeah, so it's all about the fun. Uh, obviously, like in Boston, there's only one option, you know, uh, Marine Corps, New York City, uh, they just offer the full uh, Berlin the same way. But in Kiowa, for example, they've got the full, the half, 5K, um, Wilmington, North Carolina, which we just did uh, a few weeks ago. They had the whole spectrum of races, including relays. Yeah. Um, so a, a lot of our folks, you know, they, you know, maybe they were marathon maniacs back in their 40s and 50s. And now they just like hanging out with runners yeah. and they want to go somewhere and have a great time. And, you know, they're not looking for PRs. They want to do a 5K or a 10K. So we're always looking for that, for that opportunity. I I think those those shorter distances are way underrated because, you know, with the shorter distances, you're so much less likely to suffer, to be sore. You get a lot more opportunity to enjoy that finish line festival and the free beer. And uh, yeah, there's there's no shame in that. It's very interesting in the running world. People say, I'm only doing the half marathon. What? <laughs> what? Up. Just go do your half marathon and be proud of it. Do your 5K. I love 5K. I think 10K is my favorite distance. Um so yeah, I might be that girl if I came out with you, Mark. I'd say find me a 10K. And, uh, I, did, and then... I, did, I did my first 10K at Disney uh, back in January in, in oh, quite yeah. a long time. So it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a like good that. distance. It's enough, but you don't have to. Yeah, well, there's just not much suffering involved, at least not for me, right? Absolutely. So I, I had an example I wanted to share with you, if I may, yes, um, based on your earlier comment about um, just being you know, a single person and trying to integrate into the group. So um Wilmington, North Carolina, back in April of 2021, um, we had a full house, sold out crew. Uh, one of the gentlemen who came, Dan from Hendersonville, uh, North Carolina, didn't know us. We didn't know him. Um, he shows up at our hospitality suite while it's going on, you know, 30, 40 people in a room, having a drink, getting to know each other. And you could just look at his face and say, you know, he, he looked awkward coming into the group, right? Didn't know anybody. Is this where I'm supposed to be kind of thing? And of course, we looked for that. So we went out, you know, introduced ourselves, got him a drink. He starts mingling, talking to, you know, all the other runners, talking about the race. Found out it was his first marathon. Um, his wife found us online. She couldn't come. She wanted to be there, couldn't come. Had to watch the kids, had to work. So she found us and thought that would be, using us would be a better experience for him for his first marathon. And uh, I'm proud to say it was. It, the, to see him develop relationships throughout the whole weekend yeah. and then finally at our, our at our post-race party we do an award ceremony um i see him talking to three other guys that i know he didn't know before the weekend and they're sitting there having a beer exchanging phone numbers planning the next trip uh high-fiving the whole the whole so gamut so that's that's really what we do inclusion right away part of the team so um two things brian hunt Gave a shout out. Brian Hunt has a wonderful app called Let's Race. So okay. if you're looking to book a, a find a race nearby you, Let's Race app. It's got a green bunny and a black square, I think. Everyone should check out Let's Race. That's that's where I go to find mostly obstacle course races for me because I like to get dirty. Um, and then, doo -doo 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 -doo, where was I going to go? Oh, you know, as you were talking about these parties, this is something I always want my races to offer uh, a team noisy party. I would, I would think it would be so much fun for people to come just hang out and hang out. We, you know, we bump into people at the expo. We see them for about 37 seconds as they run through the finish line, but just a party. Yes. 
That's a good yeah, idea. It, it's all about that. And I, I was I was so impressed with you at Donna and your announcing. Thank you. Uh, I, I ran the half marathon there and I came through and it was just so great to see you there and cheer me on. And then the after party that uh, Amanda and, and her team put together, Amanda Napolitano yeah. at the Donna uh, Foundation. It was just, it was just so great. Um, such high energy. Loved it. Oh, and then here's the other nicety from the Donna. A, the Donna is, is fabulous. Folks, it's Jacksonville, Florida, early February each year. And it's uh, it by, it's there to raise funds, to uh, pursue breast cancer research, and to support patients as they go through it, both men and women. But the real nicety for me that day, besides supporting all of our athletes, is the fact that Mark showed up with a, a tray full of food for me. <laughs> Man, I get so hungry sometimes. I wake up and it's 4 a.m., so I'm not going to eat at 4. And then, I, man, they everybody was working me really hard that day. So thank you for the nutrition. It went a long way. It's our pleasure. It Happy to do it. Very thoughtful. All right, we got some comments here. Let's see them coming in. Uh, Brandy, oh, that's so nice. I love to lift up others. Thank you for acknowledging that. Da, 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 da. Team Noisy Party. Yes, Amy, do you see what I'm talking about? Oh, and thank you, Babs. All right, this is not supposed to be about me. It's supposed to be about Destination Marathons. Okay, uh, and then I've got some more praise for Donna. I appreciate it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. And it's such a privilege to be there supporting you. Okay, question, Mark. How many runners have you hosted so far? And I know you're a new business. It's been a few years, and for a year and a half of that few years, the world shut down. So how many people have you hosted so far? Good question. I want to guesstimate um, 450 to 500. That's a good size. Yep. Um, the great thing about that is that we've got a lot of repeat offenders, folks that keep coming back time and time again. What we offer is, is pretty unique, I think, in the space. Um, most folks, as you know, they're looking at hotel. They're looking at the, the lowest price possible Right. kind of thing and, and no benefits and no one to talk to that kind of thing. So um, it's, it's a different kind of service that we provide. And we think we do a pretty good job, you know, articulating that on the website and our marketing, but until somebody comes and experiences it and goes through it, they're like, Whoa, I didn't know you guys did that. Um, you know, we see that. So we see a lot of repeat people coming. Oh, okay. So, so here's a, a nuts and bolts question. So I think Boston, for example, I was there for one, three nights, I think. And so uh, forget the airfare. Let's say I probably spent about $900 on a hotel room and it's a $400 registration. And then I fed myself. I'm pretty cheap. So was that about $1,500 between hotel and registration and some food? What is the premium on your service? If I'm booking Boston for you, what's it going to cost? So Boston is a three-night minimum. Um, mm -hmm. It's $16.65 for the three-night three, three package. Okay. Additional nights are available um, at, I think, $350 a night, something That's like going that. going right, yeah. Um, but again, um, what you get there, you know, since we're at the Residence Inn, it's a larger room, kitchen, pull-out sofa, great for sharing, uh, free breakfast. Uh, dinner the night before with no hassle, goodie so, bag. So pause. So I paid 1500 to be in a crappy room, which was super crappy. It was under construction with food that I had to go hunting for and no party and no aw shucks bag. And for 150 bucks more, I could have oh, yeah. had all the niceties. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's wonderful. 
So what's your next, uh, what's your bucket list racecation? Can we sign you up for uh, Berlin or grandma's or? You know what? I, a, I would love to announce grandma's. Grandma's on my announcing list. I, okay. I, I, I never really wanted to do a, a marathon, but there I was, right? <laughs> so I got one. Um, I was recently invited to do New York. And at first I thought, oh, how annoying. And then I thought, all right, why not? Um, but but fortunately I'm announcing that weekend, so I cannot. But I, I could be inspired by Berlin or Iceland, for example. Okay. I could be. Excellent. <laughs> well, and, 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 and I hate you for it, asking. It looks like we might be both in Jacksonville for Donna next February, possibly. Um, and if that's the case, uh, you can experience some Destination Marathons VIP treatment. Oh, well, you have to include me in the opportunity to um, pour some extra loving on our VIPs for sure. It's love that. It's a great privilege to pamper people in all sorts of locations. Oh, yeah. So, so where's your. What are you adding? I, I believe you were recently having a conversation with Big Sur, which is brilliant because Big Sur's extraordinary. Yep. So um, the folks, and you know this already, the folks who manage Big Sur now are blistering pace. They manage uh, Napa okay. Valley Marathon, Big Sur, and then other events throughout the country. Phenomenal uh, outfit. So we had a conversation with one of their managers about the potential, uh, at this case, for Napa Valley. Okay. And I, I stress that potential. Um, we uh, presented our capabilities and they're analyzing what and, and if and how we can fit in. So okay. th that's an option. Um, you know, for us, there's multi-factors that determine what race we're going to do. Um, in this particular case, Napa Valley sells out. It sold out this past, uh, this just last weekend, sold out pretty quickly. Right. And then you've got, you know, I mean, think about racecation, right? Napa Valley, the wineries, the tours. Um, the various races. Um, so th that'd be great. Um, we're looking at Asheville, uh, which is local for us. We're based in Charlotte. Um, okay. We've got a, a really good footprint here, I think, in the Carolinas of, of fans and and frequent uh, frequent flyers for us. Uh, so it's only a couple hour drive. But I mean, there's so much to see in Asheville, you know, with the Biltmore and it's such a pretty town. Um, so we're, we're looking at that one. Um, what else? Uh, Big Sur. Um, I mentioned London. Um, Athens. Uh, yeah, we Athens. Not really. We did. A, we did. A, we we always survey our guests and have done polls. And um, Vancouver pops up very high. Okay. Interesting. Um, Dublin. Oh, um, yeah. From the international space for sure. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, what the vision I have for destination marathons is to have um, a U.S. based operations and events that we go to each and every year where we get bigger and better. Right. Um, Boston being one of those, um, Kiowa, Grandma's, uh, et cetera. We have those are sort of re recurring events. And then right. I'd like to expand our portfolio uh, outside of the U.S. Um, the success we're having in Berlin has been pretty eye opening. Um, and I think just given you know our business model. And what we do, you know, folks from the U.S. that want to fly across the pond would probably be more apt to needing services. I know I would. I wouldn't want to try to figure out how to navigate Berlin or London. Right. Or, you know, the, the transportation systems, all that kind of stuff. Let us do that. We'll, we'll take care of it. Yeah, you come in especially handy in that situation. All right. Another uh, question. Where did it go? 
Oh, okay. So you did answer this, but um, Amy, yes, they they coordinate transportation from the hotel to the start line, and then I'm guessing you you take people back to their hotel after finishing. Yes, everyone is a little bit different. It's, you know, it depends on the course, right? If it's a point to point, um, if it's start and stop at the same spot, we we try very hard to get the best possible place that requires the least amount of legwork to get there, or if it's not, then we provide the transportation piece to get to the race and back from the race. Okay. And so I'm a spectator. There's, there's 20 of us. We're just along for the ride. What do we do during the race? Do you got oh. tents up? Is it a party experience? Yeah. Going on? Thank you. Thank you for asking that. For that That's really one of the areas that we shine. Okay. Again, we, we treat spectators just like we treat runners. So Spectators um, can participate in all of our events. They're not second-class citizens. They, they come to the dinner. Um, race morning, come down to our hospitality suite, have a coffee, meet the team, take pictures. Uh, we'll always have a, a spectator cheer zone. Okay. Um, the night before at the dinner, we'll do a, we'll a sign-making station so they can make their signs. Um, typically, you know, if, if we've got one or two tents, we might have our spectators under a tent or in a spot that's strategically placed out where they can see the runners one or two or more times. Okay. Um, and sometimes I think a lot of your viewers will, or listeners will uh, sort of empathize with this, but you know, a, a lot of times if you go to a big race, there'll be an app or there'll be a website saying, here's where Boston or New York or Chicago, this is where we recommend spectators go. Yeah. Right. And if you're like me or a lot of folks, you look at that and you're like, how do I get over there? Right. Where, where am I? How do I get there? And how do I get back? And especially you know. with all the roads closed down, it's not an easy challenge. My brother came to visit me at Boston, and the poor guy was like, "How do I see you?" And I said, "I don't know." <laughs> so he took. I think he dropped a hundred bucks on an Uber to get him from the start line to mile or the finish line area to mile ten. And he, the poor guy just hung out underneath a Dunkin' Donuts sign and. Gave me a hug, yeah. and then you know I had to pay a hundred bucks to get back to the finish line. So yeah, oh, yeah. how's that working with your spectators? We really take it to a new uh, another level in Boston. For example, last year, our chief running officer Paul Martino, uh, when he got back from dropping off our runners in Hopkinton, he led a group of I think ten or eleven folks, spectators, to a couple of key points on the course, but basically took them by the hand, nice. took them you know on on the T subway to one spot to another and then back to the finish line. Um, so it was, it was great. Um, and so the, the spectators get the goodie bag, uh, even, you know, families, right? So many times there's families, kids come, they get the little kid goodie bag with age appropriate stuff. Um, and, and again, you know, they're in the pictures, they're, they're, they're an active part of it. Not a, not a second thought. I love it. I love it. And and I really like the fact that your prices aren't extraordinary. I really expected a lot. I mean, my the costs for me outside of airfare at Boston, I believe were $1,500. And the fact that you offered that experience for $1,650 uh, means I blew it. Oh, well. That's okay. <laughs> That's <We> okay. Can, <laughs> there, there's more races to come. <laughs> yeah. And so folks, if you're, uh, if you're pinching pennies, I get it, but you pay just a slightly bit more and then everything's taken care of you. It really makes a lot of sense. Okay. So Mark, let's talk about you as a runner. What, what's your favorite distance to run? Uh, right now, the half. Um, okay. I've done, I've only done six fulls and maybe okay. 25 or so halves, but that's the half. I just did 
the half at the Donna Marathon, and I'm hoping to do the half at Grandma's. Okay. Okay. And then top three races for you that you just personally enjoyed the course, start to finish line. What were your top three races? Uh, without a doubt, number one, Phoenix Rock and Roll. Okay. Um, that was my BQ in 2008. Right. Loved right. it. Uh, spectators were great. Um, everything was laid out really well. And um, I knew I had the BQ at about 24. So I was all smiles coming in. And it, it's, it's a, it's, you know, Phoenix is in a, in a valley so you're looking at the hills nice. um but you, you don't have to deal with them i'm not a hill guy never have been okay um the other course um let's see i always like gasparilla uh i lived in florida for 20 years and i love that course out and back on bayside with the bands playing and uh that was always a lot of fun i've done you know, that five or six times you know rudy and i announced it i know yeah 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 it's so much fun such a great experience and then, of course, Boston. I have to say Boston, right? Um, and I'll be honest with you. I made all the rookie mistakes you can make and then some. And which one? Boston. Tell me. Oh, gosh. Uh, huh. uh, well, first, before I even got there, right, I knew there were going to heart, heartbreak hills, right? Yeah. Heartbreak Hill, Newton Hills, right? And I thought, I hate to say this, I thought I could wing it and just show up and kind of run through them. Big mistake. Um, by the first hill, I was hurting in places I didn't know I could hurt. And I'm like, this, um, and of course I went out way too fast. I was with guys that were, you know, eight and 10 minutes faster than I, with their qualifying. Yeah. And you know, it's a net downhill that first half and so good. you're smiling first and waving so and, good. Yeah. You know, it's like, and then reality caught up. So, but of course, you know, that last half mile and, you know, it's just adrenaline and the crowds and the whole community is just phenomenal. So. I'm going to do it again. And this time I'm going to beat it. So, okay. We'll Are you doing it in April? You're no, ready? no, okay. no, no. So look, I'm going to show you this. This is the screensaver on my phone. Uh, my Boston thought, and I was tired too. That was my first and only marathon. And I definitely was a tired person, but I, I get this photo and I think what a really great photo. Look, we look so energetic. And I'm thinking uh -huh. it's got to be at the beginning of the race, but no, it's got the blue line. That's Boylston street. Look at us. <laughs> we look like we're just getting started there. No big deal. Woo, is, woo, is, it, is that Vince? Vince Varello? Vince Varello. Yeah, he's yeah. the bad guy who got me involved with that thing. But man, he ran with me the whole time. We had so much fun. We treated it like a Disney race. We stopped and took pictures of Santa and Spencer the dog. And I mean, it was, we had more um, shenanigans than probably anyone's ever had at Boston. So there awesome. they might take away extra points <laughs> for doing that. But Boston's great. Oh, it was great. The, the, one, of the, one of the things we do also, but we can't advertise it, is we take photos of our guests. I love we it. get photos throughout the whole weekend. Special. Uh, and then there's one or two of us on the course. Um, and we get some pretty good pictures, but we can't get everybody. It's There's always somebody who's got their hat down, their earphones right. on, and, you know, they're on the other side. And, you know, so... Right. And but, F uh, FYI to those people, take your stupid earbuds out when you get to the finish line. Just... yeah take them out. We're going to say some nice things to you. Take out your earbuds. All right. You've got some questions and let's see. Uh, Amy wants to know what is your favorite post-race meal and drink to celebrate, not necessarily refuel. What do you want after you're done? I like mine with lettuce and tomato, Heinz 57 and French right. fried potatoes. Okay. <laughs> cheeseburger, Cheese big party. cheeseburger, uh, French fries and a in a tall beer. Okay. Yeah. Yummy. Yummy. I was all thinking French fries the whole time. Just French fries, 
Uh, beer's good. Diet Coke first, though. Okay. Uh, great answer. And the fact that you sang it makes me happy. Um, oh, and then uh, Meb even says he bonked, uh, made some bad choices first time at Boston. I made all good choices. So how about that? I'm going to go teach. I'm going to call Meb up and, and rub that in. See how that works out for me. Uh, okay. Brian Hunt wants to know if someone was going to use your service for the first time, what race would you recommend? Gosh. Um, I guess it depends where they're at and how far they want to travel. Um, the ones that, uh, again, I think we really shine are the ones that are a little bit smaller than, you know, the Boston and the New Yorks where, We've got a really good relationship with the race director and they they were part of the the team right yeah. they were we have got a seat at the table they yeah. want us to succeed so they give us special access opportunities they you know they they're trying to attract more people to their race through, and yeah. stay longer so through us creating a better experience so i would say um kiowa i think is a great um a great opportunity wilmington north carolina was fantastic um Grandma's uh, again, um, you know, you can't beat the course. It's a fast and flat course. And that town is, is one of the, is similar to Boston in that it's very, very difficult to get accommodations. Okay. Uh, so we're way out in front of that. So that's, and we're, this year we're at the host hotel and, you know, we, we've got, we've got some really cool things planned. So I think Kiowa, Wilmington, Grandma's might be good starter trips for destination marathons. But, you know, if you're looking to go overseas, you know, Berlin, 2023, Berlin, 2023, Iceland. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is your next race? Just for you personally, you're running. Oh, uh, Grandma's. Grandma's half. Man, I really would love to announce Grandma's. I, I can't remember if I talked to the Grandma's folks at the running conference, but uh, that's one of those iconic race races. And I really just like that the name is Grandma's. There's probably not a whole lot else behind it other than Everybody loved it. And I think it's very clever and funny that they're calling it grandma's marathon. Yeah. Is that, is that a very lame reason to want to do something? Well, you know, it's, there, there's some really cool history behind that too. Uh, grandma's restaurant in Duluth was the okay. first sponsor of the race back in okay. uh, somewhere in the seventies. I think I don't actually, I should know that. Um, I think last year was the 30th anniversary of the half. Um, so it's probably 34, 35 years old, but grandma's restaurant, which is an iconic spot there. And I think there's two now, um, uh, they, they got in on the ground floor with sponsorship. So <laughs> when we were there last year, that's the first place we went to, we took our, our crew over to grandma's and had a, had dinner and a drink. So here's a question I have, and I've been wondering this and I, again, I should have asked the, the race director. So the brand is grandma's and the flying pig, for example, puts pigs everywhere. It's swined out, finished swine, et cetera. Are there little old lady grandma figures all over the course? Do they work with that theme? <laughs> uh, not really. Oh. Um, <laughs> I would have everybody dressed up in a house dress and slippers <laughs> yeah. and curlers. I would have everybody dressed up. Um, yeah, not. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Uh, people love to dress up, as you know, and you know. Yeah. I think it puts them. But there, there, are, there are a lot of really cool traditions at grandmas. Okay. Um, and that reminded me, one of our ambassadors, uh, Dakota Marie Lindworm. Okay. Um, won grandma's in 2021. Wowie. Yep. Um, and she was leading the Boston marathon last year, uh, for the first 14 or 15 miles. She's a, she's an elite athlete, uh, just signed with Puma and uh, she's an ambassador of ours. And we we're trying thing, new things, you know, experimenting. And one of those things is having a, a well-known runner trainer on our website to train folks for that particular event. So if okay. you go to 
destinationmarathons.com grandma's package, you'll see you can get training from Dakota Linworm, uh, the winner of the 2021 grandma's uh, marathon. Cool. Super cool. Look, and I'm getting some support here. I really appreciate this. Uh, yeah, the Golden Girls. And man, if I announce that race, you bet you're <laughs> oh, I'd be wearing Depends. I would have it. <laughs> I would have it all. I would be the ultimate grandma of the race. I apparently like to dress up very much, Mark. This has become <laughs> my shtick, but I would go hardcore on the grandma look. That would be awesome. Well, okay. you're, you're giving me some ideas uh, for, yes! our for, for, for our spectators, right? Oh, yes. See, <laughs> come to me. I have all sorts of terrible ideas, Mark. I, <laughs> I love it. I love make, it. Make every experience a little more fun. Have you ever dressed in common, uh, costume? If not, what would make you do it? And what costume would you choose? Oh, uh, well, kind of, sort of. Um, I lived in South Florida for many years, and okay. I went with, uh, I went down to the Seven Mile Bridge Run. Yeah. Uh, probably Keys. did that 10 years. And, you know, in the Keys, Florida Keys, and Marathon, Florida. That's a very cool, a very iconic race. Um, so one year, uh, I ran it with a shark fin okay. attached to my back. Okay. Yeah. So. You, you might see a theme here. I'm a Jimmy Buffett fan. Um, so <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me you ran in like a neon Speedo. <laughs> no, maybe when I was 20, but not. I don't know. That would be the thing you wear in the keys, right? Uh, yeah. Um, um, I think my Speedo days were over when Your I turned Speedo 22. Days. But, All right. Uh, well, just a suggestion. Again, I'm queen of bad suggestions. So if you need any terrible ideas. But I, I love the idea of dressing up. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, Halloween's always been one of my favorite uh, holidays. And you dress up and then you're in a different mode and, yeah. you know, you, you want to take it to the next level. So uh, I think we need to look for a race that features that. Well, you know, Gasparilla, we're cranking up the party pirate party atmosphere and they've got this incredible incredible theme with the invasion and um i've been leaning on our race director saying come on a little more pirate a little more pirate and so rudy and i went full pirate this year and hopefully that will encourage others to do a little more but i we have some incredible themes if people want to uh dive into them just makes it a little more fun I think. All right. So um, when is, oh, so you're running grandma's and then mm -hmm. the next race you are hosting for destination marathons would be the Boston marathon. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. What do you have a whole bunch of spots available right now? So if somebody's looking and they're like, you know what? I'm thinking about that, Mark, what should I choose? Uh, Kiowa. We just launched uh, Kiowa. Uh, okay. That's pretty much wide open. I think we've got four or five folks that have purchased that. So that's wide okay. open. Um, I would strongly encourage folks to go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. Okay. You'll get first dibs to the, to the new uh, trips that we've, okay. that we have coming out. Um, and especially, you know, folks, we, we really like to think of our, our guests as family and part of a special entourage, if you will. So when we get, when we know that we're going to have a special launch of a, an event, we'll go out to our database first and let them have first, first dibs at the bibs, if you okay. will um, for some of these events. Um, so yeah, uh, Kiowa is the one right now. We, we've got three or four events that'll be coming up on our website pretty soon, but sign up for the newsletter and you'll get, you'll get, uh, that information as soon as it comes out. I love it. I love it. Is there anything you want to tell people that we haven't covered? Uh, I think at the end of the day, I mean, you know, give us a try. Um, every package with destination marathons is a VIP package. We treat everybody um, very well. You'll have a great time. You'll meet a lot of new people. 
develop friendships and uh, you'll be able to, the, the, the stress will go out, the anxiety will go out and the fun will come back. And that's what it's all about. Racing's back and, and having a good time is, is what it's all about. I love it. And so there's, there's a couple more questions I have for you, but I used to work on a cruise ship. I was the fitness director aboard the Crystal Cruise Lines, uh, Crystal Harmony. And it was very interesting because we had a lot of passengers um, that would come on the ship because they were uh, in fear of dying if they traveled any other sort of way. When you go on a cruise, you get on the cruise and they take care of everything else. Mm -hmm. But what normally happens to especially older gentlemen who are dealing with heart disease, their doctor says, take some time off work, go on vacation. And then they have to deal with the constant panics of, of travel to the airport and this and all the logistics and they die out on vacation. And so you're <laughs> kind of... I know, I know, but you're removing that. You're almost like the cruise ship of yeah. racing where people get to you and they don't have to worry about anything else. They've got their meals, their bed, their entertainment. All inclusive. All inclusive. Yeah. Logistics and luxury. Okay, Mark. So I asked you to think about this before. What is your weirdest racing experience? Personally, you you hit the start line and what goes wrong? Uh, do you want uh, do you want an older one from the way back in the day or something? Recent? The best one doesn't matter. Which is the best story? All right. So, uh, I, I I ran in high school and college, and I still have a school record, believe it or not, in wow. high school and half mile. Uh, I'm impressed. Forty some years old. What's the time uh, uh, for the half mile? One one fifty six point two. Nice school record, and I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, it'll go another ten or fifteen years. But anyway, so. The, the weirdest race that I ever had was uh, senior year high school, cross country, uh, outside of Detroit, Michigan, Warren Conference Championships. I'm, I'm, I'm winning the race. Uh, it's three miles at that point. And it's out in a Sterling Heights High School, the football field and this big field behind the high school. So um, I'm coming in. I used to wear glasses uh, until I got contacts and had the surgery and all that kind of stuff. And I was pretty blind without my glasses back in the day kind of nerdish i used to wear those uh remember those uh those uh, uh guys would wear those 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 hooks behind their glasses to hold them together yeah. you know the the rubber kind of deals I love it. glasses together yeah, yeah well they were so tight that my glasses broke on me as i was running oh, they, they literally the glass came out of and i'm holding my lens and my glass as i'm running as i'm leading this conference championship so I'm like, what, what am I going to do? And I couldn't, you know, I couldn't see at that point. It was just this big open field. So I, I, I put the glasses behind a tree where I knew I could receive them. You had to like stop, go drop your glasses yeah, and keep yeah, going. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. And I'm running, you know, across this open field to the crowd. I can see the crowd. Um, and you know how a, you know, a crowd would form to make a, an, an official, like a, a finish line, right? Kind of like in a V shape, if you will. They're just standing out in the field. There, there, there's a finish line. Somebody's holding a tape. Um, but I, I, I misjudged where the finish line actually was. I thought that once I got into that cone of spectators, I thought I was over the finish line. So I stopped and I'm, you know, putting my hands on my knees and I'm breathing. I'm like, oh, you know, no. everyone's cheering. They're all yelling, but like, I can oh, hear no. people saying, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm like, I'm looking at her like, what do you mean? And I realized that, you know, they were holding, it wasn't a, a big you know, banner. It was a piece of string, you know, that was the finish line. It was another 10 yards in front of me. And I turned around and guy from Warren Cousineau was barreling down on me. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I scooted across the finish line and won. 
and uh, set a conference record. I think it was wow. 1540, but that was, that was pretty weird. That's crazy. That's a great story. And it's also so tragically sad. You know, it's, it, it is what it is. Life uh, it has its ups and downs, but I walked away with a victory and, uh, and I got my glasses back. So that's awesome. That's really, that's really interesting. I got to tell you, I have a soft spot for people who wear glasses. I'm full blown grown up and I still don't wear glasses. And I just can't imagine what it would be like to not be able to see well. So um, as we say in the South, Mark, bless your heart. Bless oh, your heart. I'm so sorry. You, that happened to you. I appreciate that. Of course. Well, this has been really fun. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show. Um, I'm excited to know more about what you do. I've seen you at so many events and I've, I've, I've plugged you, but I really wasn't all in the loop of how many wonderful things you were offering and what a really good deal you're offering too. Thank you. And, and I, I really have to thank my team. Uh, I've got a really high performance team around me. Paul Martino, Nicole Isaac, uh, Leah Thomas, Jennifer Ingram, and uh, Dana Levitt. Uh, these guys are high performers and uh, they make me look good. So wanted to shout out to the team. Of course, of course. You're a smart man to surround yourself with greatness. So um, destinationmarathons.com. Yep. Outstanding, outstanding. All right, folks. This is the time where uh, we we tell you to go follow Destination Marathons. If and, and are you on Instagram? Is it Destination yeah. Marathons yep. everywhere? Yep. The, the actual website is destination-marathons.com, but you, you can put us in. We'll, we'll pop up there the first couple. Okay. Okay. Destination. Yeah. Sign up for our newsletter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. And um, yeah, I really appreciate this opportunity, Fitz. It was great to talk to you. Of and course. I look forward to further dialogue with you down the road. Absolutely. And folks, if you don't already follow Fitness, get to work on doing that. And um, in general, get to work. Mark, tell them, say, get to work. Get to work. Get, get to, to work. work. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. And now you